Are you ready for the breakthrough insights that will help you activate your magnetism, amplify your message, and get wildly paid to be you? My name is Eva G, and I'm a human design business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping you drop all of the shoulds and build your divine legacy by aligning to your true desires, being in your zone of genius, and leveraging your human design. I want you to step onto the path of least resistance and a path filled with pleasure and enjoyment. I have done it, others have done it, so it's absolutely possible. How? This is what I will uncover in this podcast. So let's dive in. Welcome everyone to this episode. We have the absolutely incredible, bubbly, uh, ah, creative Carolyn Addington here with us. And uh, let me first introduce you to her chart before she takes it and tells us who the hell she is and <laughs> tries to package that unpackageable. Uh, she's got, so here's some maybe similarities that you might have with her. She has a fully open head center. 70% of the population has it. So big chances there and a fully open Ajna. So no gates in there, but a beautiful defined throat. And uh, she's a manifesting generator, uh, three, six. So lots of experiencing there, lots of, you know, uh, trial and error, uh, that she's teaching from. And uh, in that defined, beautiful throat, you know, she has that 1-8 channel, which we are going to be focusing on today, uh, and that creative expression and allowing yourself to be yourself. Uh, so that's big. She also has the 2034 channel of the manifesting generator, the only pure manifesting generator, and also the 3410. So again, driving her behavior of self, right? And that self-love is important. I, uh, I recorded another episode on that, so you can listen to that as well. And uh, she has a defined identity center, a defined heart center, defined emotional center is 50% of the population. So we're going to be talking about some emotions in here in the emotional roller coaster of entrepreneurship, especially, you know, coaching and consulting and guiding someone else. Uh, of course, defined sacral and the defined root. So lots of, you know, pressure to take action and uh, an open spleen center. So. We got you there. <laughs> and she's got this gate 21 in her son and also uh, in, <laughs> in her, her life's work, you know, and also in her Mercury and her Venus on this black side, you know, this design, the, sorry, this personality, AKA conscious side, right? So we're going to cover that 21. I think she's got a lot of beautiful stuff and some manifesting generator pivoting and all of that before that. Carolyn. What is like, what is that difference that you're trying to make in the world? What drives you? What is that vision that you have for us? Woo. Oh, what a beautiful first question. Oh my God. First off, thank you <laughs> for letting me share this space with you and meet everybody virtually. I'm super, I'm super excited to like go down the rabbit hole. Uh -huh. what, what drives me? It's, so this is a beautiful question and we'll probably actually hit on it when we talk about the 21st date, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Um, the thing that really animates me is unblocking the flow of, of someone and who they are, that 1-8 channel again, mm. um, and specifically then helping collectively to direct flow and resources into the world that we want to build. Mm. Um, so yeah, it feels like a, a big part of my journey has been the unblocking of that flow, that 1-8 channel and like be whoever, can I curse on your podcast? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Whoever the fuck you are, right? <laughs> um, and let that be beautiful and celebrated and, and wonderful. Yes. And, and we are entering into a phase where it's like, and now with all of this, you know, expression and creative generative power, what do we do with all of it? Because when you be whoever you are, you have a lot of juice to give the world. So what do we do with that? And that's what really is driving me at this point is like, how can we, you know, channel all of that into building the world that we want to live in? Yes. And again, you know, you're, you're directing this towards business, towards our, our purpose and like living that, as I call it, divine assignment. It's not just a business. It's your divine assignment and you're living it out. So basically you're helping people getting uh, to get paid to be themselves, which is one of the main topics of this, of this podcast. So fantastic. Absolutely. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, that again. 
like you're you're just expressing that like one eighth channel, right? You know, like that one that your ultimate creative um, and like driven by purpose. And then that aid has its own sense of style and all of that. And the reason why I really want to talk about that so much is because it's, it's if you go and look at, you know, Caroline's you know, profiles and everything, you're going to see her so shamelessly self-expressed. And you're so bubbly and giggly and like, you know, swearing and, and doing everything. And, you know, a lot of the times, and I've had to struggle with this as well, it's like allowing yourself to be yourself. And it is a journey of literally self-love, right? That gate 10 that you also have, you know, but you don't have to have the gate, you know, <laughs> in order to, like, in order for self-love to be an important topic in, in everyone's life, right? But how do we unlock that expression? I want to kind of bring you back to the beginnings of your journey, drop you in there. And were you always, like, easily kind of self Ah, no, no, no. No. <laughs> no I'm like... Aggressively shaking my head no for everyone who's yeah. listening. <laughs> no. So you went from those shadows into the, the gift expression. How did you make that transformation? How do you allow yourself to be so visible, to be vulnerable, to be uncensored, to yeah. take that emotional risk? Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll speak into my own journey and then also speak into what I've noticed because I've been guiding people through this. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I have my path that I've taken, but then also some trends that I've noticed. So for me, I, my original, my first career, if you will, was in the sciences. So I went and got my PhD in biomedical engineering. I was working in a neuroscience lab and I was like, so serious. <laughs> and so, like, you would not recognize me. If you met me then you would be like, who wow. is this human, um, you know, would kind of just like, speak in monotone to try and be taken seriously would mm. like dress in like all black <laughs> like, and like just like very dull colors. Cause I was trying, I was trying to be quote unquote taken seriously and was like deathly afraid of being perceived as feminine and just very, very much putting myself in a box. And the path of coming out of that box really started with my body uh, basically saying like, yo, if you keep doing this, it's not going to end well. So I was having, um, you know, physical manifestations of the chronic stress that that was creating and heart palpitations and like these weird chronic muscle twitches happening and complete exhaustion. And my body was like, this is not the vibe. This is not the way. So my path out of that kind of had a little bit of like, I have a lot of, uh, Aries, and like fire in my astral uh, astrological natal chart. So my path out of that was one of two common ones that I really see, which is a little bit of like overcorrection where it's like, fuck it, I'm going to go and I'm going to be me. And a little bit of like thou doth protest too much. You know? uh -huh. <laughs> but what helped with that was that I went, the pendulum swung so far in the other direction that I, I realized like, you know what? It's safe because here I am like being flamboyantly uh, self-expressed, maybe a little bit like overdoing it to try and defend my sense of who I am. And, and that was safe. And then knowing that both extreme, knowing what both extremes felt like, I was able to find that my personal center where it's like, and this feels like a safe space for me to just be whoever I am, because here I've been like two extremes and mm -hmm. I haven't died yet. And the right, <laughs> the people who were supposed to connect with me connected with me, the people who are supposed to fall away fell away. So let's oh, just keep doing this in a way that's really a little bit more centered <laughs> and grounded. <laughs> Absolutely. But you had that, you know, that you had that, I think maybe it's because of that one eighth channel that you have that you did kind of rebel and go and express yourself so much. Someone else kind of like never gets to that, you know, tipping point and boiling over and doing that because the, the fear, so to say, is like really, really like suppressing everything. Right. So I'm guessing that that's a pattern that you saw with your clients, you know? So exactly. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. But like, and I mean, I, I think this is also the three, the three line is like needing to have like the experiment of, of experiencing the whole spectrum to know, to be able to you see, okay, someone comes to me, where are they hanging out on this spectrum of self-expression and how can we like help them unblock that a little bit? Because 
Yeah, totally. Not everybody needs to have that tipping point. <laughs> Absolutely. And for some people, it's way more nourishing for their nervous system to do it in baby chunks, you know, mm-hmm. a step at a time to like slowly, maybe they're like, you know, 10 degrees off center and they just need one degree at a time to like slowly bring themselves back to center instead of swinging yeah. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And I love what you mentioned about like the nervous system, right? And that's like expanding uh, over your growth edge, right? So you feel into your edge and you're like, ah, okay. And then calming down the nervous system. And then another big, big element is that self-love, right? Yeah. And I've been talking about it again, like I recorded in the episode the other day. And, you know, like that was absolutely key for me and still is. It's, it's a continuing, you know, it's a work in progress. And any time that the ego pops up and says, oh, we should do it that way or oh, Eva, you're being too childish. You're not going to be taken serious. You know, the way that you're joking, it's like, no, 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 you got to shift that. You got to change that. Creating or actually witnessing that. So the beauty of human design is that I can pinpoint certain things and, you know, I can understand what is conditioning and what is the shoulds and things like that. You know, because they are good. The things that we want to adopt, the things that we want to do are not bad per se, but they're just misaligned, you know. And so the problem is, is that you're trying to adopt those good things, but they are not aligned. So now human design helps me figure out like this is Eva aligned for you. You don't have to go in that other direction, right? You don't, there's no should there. And then witnessing what is going on with my ego and how it's trying to suppress me and censor me. And then being that loving witness, right? And addressing the ego with love, like, hey, Eva, listen, you know, it's going to be fine. You don't, we don't need to go in that direction or we don't need to suppress that. Like, let's talk about what can happen. What's the worst that can happen? Okay. And how can we prevent that from happening? Okay. And like going into that kind of direction and calming myself down and also on the nervous system level, right? If I feel that contraction of like, you know, in my chakras it's like ah no i don't want to right it's like okay first relax that thing relax soften open up now talk to yourself in a loving way okay we don't have to push and do this right now you know it's okay if you censor yourself this time let's get it next time right so that's like that was my journey and i was just talking about that so i'm like bringing it up and inspiring you for whatever else you want to add to that and yeah that's perfect yeah something that it that it brought up in me listening is um that idea of like something could be quote-unquote good but misaligned and i think that i was just having a conversation actually over on on my podcast about brand values and core Mm -hmm. values and how we can get ourselves into a sticky mess if we create aspirational values where it's like, oh, this is good. This is what society mm-hmm. says is good and what I should be valuing. And so I'm going to, but it, really our core values, our brand values are most effective when they bubble up from our gut, you know, when they're born from within, w- what are we already embodying? Who are we already? And how do we already interface with the world and then let it be born out of that instead of like, cause you're right. Like we can follow things that are, are great things, you know, like courage would be, for example, a great brand value, but if it's not aligned for you, then it's, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. And I think that that's like, yeah, that's a huge thing of the, the one, like a huge lesson that I think the one eight channel has taught me is anything other than my true expression is setting me up for failure down the road because either I'm going to attract people that aren't really actually attracted to me, they're attracted to the mask that I'm wearing, or I'm going to keep people around who aren't going to stay around later because they're attracted to the mask that I'm wearing instead of who I am. So um, I think that that's a huge one eight lesson has been being yourself can be like stretchy now and will take you outside the comfort zone now and will expand your nervous system now. And it's kind of like an hour later situation. <laughs> you know, It's like, you know, it's just up to us how quickly we want to take that bandaid off, you know, and like kind of rip that bandaid off or take it off slow. But that the more that we're ourselves, at least this has been my experience and this, the experience of a lot of clients is the more that we are ourselves now, as much as we can hold it in our nervous system to be ourselves now, then the more aligned we're making our future. Absolutely. So what are those things that you, that you do with clients? Like how, when we want to reach that next level of visibility and really be uncensored and all of that, how do you guide people through that? Like what are some of the things that you, you do with them to unlock that for them? 
So everybody is going to be in a unique place on their path. And so I'll just put that out here because what I'll share might resonate really strongly with one person. It might not be a fit for somebody else. So everybody Mm -hmm. can use their discernment, take what serves. (laughs) Um, But a lot of times if someone is putting themselves in a lot of boxes, say for example, on social media, which is like such a great test ground and like play space for self-expression. If someone's got a lot of rules about how they should be showing up or the kind of content that they should be creating or, you know, the kind of vibe that they should be cultivating or curating, oftentimes for the sake of like growth and experimentation, I'll encourage people to just like break all the rules and throw the rule book out. Even if it's just for like a couple of weeks or a month to almost like we're, it's basically like resets ourselves to be like, oh, I don't have to follow all the rules. And, you know, I would, I wouldn't say that like, it's a great idea to always throw the rule book out all the time, but it's a helpful reset. If you find yourself in a situation where you're really like on lockdown and you're censoring yourself online all the time, then it's a great experiment to give yourself a month to just throw out the rule book and talk about whatever you want to talk about, be whoever you feel called to be. And then from there decide, okay, what rules do I want to maybe pick back up and make my own? And what do I not want to keep at all? Um, Because it can be a really helpful, it's just a helpful perspective to notice, like to see what happens when you do that, first of all. Um, So oftentimes people are really surprised by the feedback that they get from their community. And also often very surprised by the the results that they get, you know, in that in terms of like enrollment, that just by being themselves, they actually magnetize the right people to them. Um, Absolutely. And they're always like, I thought I had to like put myself in this tiny little box. And it's like, this is the opposite. <laughs> Absolutely. So, That's a huge yeah. thing, right? The only way that you can activate your magnetism is to love yourself and understand who you are and allow yourself to be that. You know, like talking about this topic, you know, I want to just give people some examples. I mean, not that we all don't have our own examples of this, but, uh, you know, like that open head absorbs so much inspiration from the outside world, right? And it it gets our expression really muddled. And it's sometimes like you have a defined identity center, but I'm sure like, like probably like me, you experienced how you take on other people's ideas or ways of expressing something, you know, like you're inspired like by how some of the ladies in our in our industry are so poetic, you know, and talking about things in that kind of way. But I am not that. I am more practical. That and it's in my chart, right? And I needed to allow myself to not go in that direction, even though I'm so inspired by it and so in love with it. But it's like my expression, my throat, and all of that just doesn't go in that direction naturally. And other things, you know, around, you know, for example, I love how we have expanders. Um, Simone Soul, for example, who started, I think, uh, that whole, so to say, trend of like text, you know, uh, text posts that are kind of carousels, right? So entire caption in carousels, basically, like from notes, screenshot, and that's it. And it's like, wow, okay, I have permission to do it quick and dirty, like mm-hmm. I, and also the content queen, right? Rebecca Eves. And so like she also ADHD, both of them ADHD, right? It's like, I don't have time. I don't have the will to do like to go and create a pretty graphic. And that's, that was blocking me as well. It's like, Oh, I, I hate doing graphics. You know, even yeah. though I, I went to architecture, I know how to do it all. I just like bores me to death. And it's like allowing yourself to do it your way. Go yes. into stories, write the text in there, screenshot the thing, post the thing as carousels or whatever it is. Or like Rebecca did, you know, lightning fast content. It's like, oh, I'm having an idea right now. Or, oh, this is a great insight. Boom, just slap it onto one little graphic, you know, kind of tweetable post. And like, yeah. ah, that's it. Someone else has a different expression, right? Some of the ladies, you know, Tori Washington, for example, like she is so deeply connected to God. And like from that devotion and all of that, she speaks, she connects, and then she speaks from that. Someone else doesn't want that. You know, Mm -hmm. it took me in a direction and you were talking about like seriousness, you know, like all of that and trying to be a certain way, right? It's like, I got to take my inner child work seriously. Yeah, right? And I was addressing my inner child with so much seriousness, like I'm this mature, wise thing, you know, whatever. And I'm like talking to my inner child. And then I was like, fuck this. 
I high fived my inner child. Like I laughed with her. I, you know, hugged her, you know, like, like going through that kind of process. And I was like dancing with her and all of that and created that playfulness inside of me. And yeah. when you change that inner world, right? And it's a world of, of sparkly, bubbly, everything is accepted. You are loved. We're having fun inside of there. You know, you, you start to accept yourself more. You start to have more fun, right? And yeah. thank God for all of these, you know, everyone out there who is expanding us into like, oh, I can allow myself to be myself. Thank God. You know, yeah. so thank and everyone and you as well. Right. And you as well with your expression and your like bubbly attitude and your swearing and like your like energy and high vibe and like all of that. And not everyone is like that. And like, that's why, again, I love human design and I'm guessing you too. It's like, it's okay to be you. This yep. is who you are. Drop everything else and start loving on yourself. Yes, deeply. And I also speaking into the fact that like how we express can evolve and change because the quick and dirty, like, have an idea, put it out, have an idea, put it out. I 100%, like there have been chapters where I operated exclusively like that. There have been channels where, or chapters where I was channeling what I was bringing through. And it was like coming from this very like Zen place and then like not editing it, putting it out there. And then just recently I'm like, you know what? I really want to start making graphics. I didn't make graphics ever until like two months ago, I started making graphics and was like, this is fun. I like it. So also just speaking into the fact that like, if you feel called to change, not being, especially all the manifesting generators out there, like, hi, hello. Like if you feel called to change the way you express, letting that be like a okay and, and something to embrace. And I, I think one of the things that, um, has always, helped me to continue to change because my expression evolves all the time is to take people with me and let that change be a permission, which I think is definitely living into the, the manifesting generator and probably also the three, six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's like, this is a change that is happening and that is coming. And, and I think that so often there can be a sense of like, oh, but like they expect this one thing out of me and am I going to let people down by changing and am I going to seem flaky? But it's all about the energy that we bring to it. You know, if it's like, if it's like, oh guys, like, uh, uh, I don't know, then they're going to be like, I don't know, you know, but if you're coming with like a, yo, this is a super dope improvement that's coming. Are you ready? Are you hyped? Because I'm fucking hyped. Then they're going to be like, yes, (laughs) you know, and so just like also full-fledged permission to change and evolve and grow and not be afraid to step into each new iteration and take people with you. Because the people who are on board are going to be on board, you know, and they're going to be on, I can't tell you, we just recently did a brand rebirth, which is like really exciting. Like Yesterday or the day before, something like that, right? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. So yeah, like four days ago, two days ago. what's time recently (laughs) um and it's and it's been like just this huge internet party and i can't tell you how many people have been like this is so inspiring like i'm i'm getting so much energy and like renewal in my own business watching this happen so it's all about the energy and the self-love that we bring to our evolution and then when people feel that we're obsessed with our own evolution that, which may sound like narcissistic, but I think it's a really healthy thing to be in love with your own self-evolution. Absolutely. Then they, they're, they're right along for the ride. Yeah. Absolutely. And that self-love, you know, and that permission to be yourself and all of that, like, this is what you're here to teach us. This is what those of us who have this heart center define. It's like love for yourself and putting yourself first. And that is absolutely okay because it is like when you're in overflow, Yes, of course, you can pour into everyone's cup and everyone is benefiting, right? And so, yeah, and also learning, you know, you're giving us that permission to to kind of brag a little bit, you know, and to bring people on that ride. And so this is what we're here to teach those who have it open or undefined, right? And we are here to expand and show them because I don't have that kind of consistent within them. We're here to show them how it is and how it feels and that everything is going to be fine. And that's the thing about you and everyone who has that line three or line six, because the six lives the first part of its life as, as a line three until the age of 38. And so you are walking that path making those like mistakes and failures and all of that, but you're self-led, right? And that, that self-leadership 
and that excitement for the thing and then bringing people on for the ride that's also like giving people a behind the scenes and sharing the journey like that's what you're here to do you are here to expand us through that and so you're doing that in such a beautiful way as well as like the, the manifesting part of you it's like you know informing people so that's that's been this beautiful thing that you're doing for us so thank you for modeling that and and bringing us behind the scenes and you know pulling the curtains so that we can participate in that and be expanded by that right literally my pleasure okay now i'm really excited to talk about the 20 the 21st gate the because time has come the time. behind the scenes <laughs> take us there take us there yeah okay yeah so before we hit record i was telling eva that my in Gene Keys, the 21st gate is my, my life's purpose. And it's all about control. And like the shadow is, is control. The gift is authority that's like given by others. Um, and the, the city is valor. And like this, the city, listening to the city uh, in the Gene Keys book kind of scares me. I'm like, oh God, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but it's really guess- about like, Give me just a second to kind of interrupt so that people don't get uh, confused or taken in that direction because what happens with the city, the city is unattainable on purpose, right? The gift is something that you kind of can work towards and manifest, but the city is God's gift. It's divine grace bestowed upon you. So for example, some monks and meditators and whatnot, highly realized spiritual people at one point would develop a certain gift, a city. For example, I can create smells on command right i can just manifest this energy of a certain smell out of nowhere just through my own so to say body you know or someone can uh, transfer their state of consciousness to someone else and give them a taste of that it's absolutely incredible and unbelievable so the city is something that i don't even like to take people into but it is something that kind of you know colors the rest of the things and gives you a deeper understanding of the rest of the things so you know you can read about it but don't ever think that you're going to reach that or even worry about getting there so just that little kind of digression there that makes me feel so much better because i was like the fuck is that like <laughs> part of what we were here to- no i don't know about that um, so yeah, the the gift, leaning into the gift of this is really like um, being in a key decision-making position, but not, not from a controlling perspective um, and really like allowing others to give the authority to then make those key decisions. And I've recently been restructuring my business into a more like capitalism divergent model that is like totally based on being conscious of how the money is getting circulated. So seeing the business as a stopping point for revenue as it continues to go back out into the ecosystem and like back into like people and projects and causes that are going back to like, you know, unblocking the flow and moving the flow of life and resource into the world we want to build. And yeah, so like we're doing this in like several steps but the the big picture long-term goal is really about, and I'm taking it. So the reason I say behind the scenes, I'm taking everyone behind the scenes. I literally dropped a podcast today about like, this is where we're going. No idea how it's going to fucking go. <laughs> You're along for the ride. We'll see if we can do it or not. But we want to land ourselves in a place where um, 20% of our gross revenue gets recirculated back into, and it's like community led. So the community decides where it's going to get recirculated and that eventually we're going to have like creator grants so that it's going back into our own community, right? So it's this like, it feels like it's a beautiful merger of the 21st gate, you know, where it's like, okay, we're in a key decision-making place, but we're not actually the ones deciding like where it goes. Like you guys let us know where you want it to go and we'll like be the the stewards mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and the the three six because it's like yeah we're building this and we're like taking people along with like along for the ride have no idea how it's gonna go <laughs> i mean we have an idea we wouldn't just like jump off the cliff but it, it, it's it's audacious and and ambitious so we'll see how it goes but we're like sharing behind the scenes as we build the thing and you could pivot at any moment and like as you're seeing how it works out right you're you're pivoting and you're doing doing whatever needs to be done, you know, in order to make it feel even better. Because one of the things about the gate 21, you know, I can, I can read a little bit of, uh, about it. It's like, it embodies the energy of this kind of like all for one and one for all. Right. And it's very tribal. 
um, and our success benefits and is dependent on the tribe and vice versa, right? And we need to be able to serve those in our tribe through providing what they need, but also have the control to do it our own way and rest when needed, right? So that's like a little bit of about the gate, but um, this whole thing that have the control to do it your own way. And yes, you know, we're, we're circulating this money, but I want to, you know, for example, just do it for animals or, or the planet or whatever it is. And it's just going in those directions. And like, yes. It's really interesting to watch the different puzzle pieces from life click together because back, you know, I mentioned earlier career as a scientist, like I was applying for grants and getting grants funded and like being a part of the review process. So like this whole process is something that I'm like really intimately familiar with. And that same like one for all for one, one for all, but like, let me do it my own way. feels very alive in that because like, you know, the, the resources are going back into the community. It's community led, but also we're, we've got a panelist of, of reviewers for these grants and we're deciding like, okay, is this, is this person like, you know, does they, do they seem like they're ready to like go into this project and be successful? Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. So there is like an element of like, yeah. And, and we're going to kind of do it our own way in there, which is cool. I'm so glad you reflected that back because <laughs> as you were saying that, I was like, yeah, that feels good. <laughs> It's it's so beautiful, so aligned, and I love well, I love where you're taking this. I love you know this whole idea. So, uh, not to go, not to dive into my own thing around this, but I was also like kind of thinking about before and like getting to this point, you know, where we can kind of bring all of the people like us together who are really empowering others and helping them lead the way. So you have an expertise in this. I have an expertise in, you know, communication and all of that. And how can we come together and support, for example, nonprofits that are saving the Amazon to actually have a better message, to actually have a better team, to actually like expand their growth edges because these people are unsupported and they are trying to make a huge change. How can I support the change makers, right? And so, yeah, giving back through that and like having all of us kind of, you know, join forces, that's the line for me right it's like let's join forces and and create this beautiful change that we want to create in the world right so you're doing that through your own way right and so this is beautiful to witness how so many of us are rising and really driven to make this change you know and we are really like that literally that bridge you know i was I was reading uh, Phoebe Marie's recent emails. I don't know if you know her, uh, but anyways, she's a she's a beautiful channel and you know such an incredible woman. And you know she was talking about and also the prophecy of Rao Ruhu says that in 2027 every kid is is you know going to have is, is going to be a manifester, a manifesting generator, right? And it's changing. And what is also happening and uh, Phoebe channeled that and shared that with us is that all of the new babies are no longer going to come for the karmic ties to ancestors and things and blah, blah, completely blank slate. And they are just coming to bring a higher vibration and change the planet. No longer. I, you know, my mom was my sister. I need to, you know, handle that shit. No, 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 no. We're here to change the planet. So what I see that we are doing right now is we're creating that bridge. We're shifting the system. We're opening it up, right? Making that first, being that first wave, right? I'm way. obsessed with this. Oh my God. <laughs> so we are here. Like we do have those karmic ties. We do have those things, but through that we're, we're learning, right. And all the lessons that we're learning and we're creating this body of work, right. This legacy that is going to serve those kids in navigating, you know, this 3d existence and, and everything. And it's so beautiful to witness. That's amazing. That's so amazing. Yeah. I've, I have felt like Spidey sense wise, I'm like, you know, I feel like in the next five, 10 years, there are going to be a lot of new business models popping up and new ways that people are like, like you're saying this, like coming together because there's so many people who are now like stepped onto a path that provides a lot more freedom and a lot more personal sovereignty than, than historically available yeah, and like are stepping into greater resource and are gonna like have have the desire to like build a new and better world and are in the position to be able to do that and i feel like there's just gonna be so many ways that people are getting innovative about it where they're like let's let's fucking do the things we can do the things now let's do the things <laughs> which is amazing <laughs> and i love dude i love your idea of like bringing people together and then bringing the the skill sets and the expertise like as that co coalesces like sign me the 
fuck up. I will gladly lend my energies to that. <laughs> I'm adding you to the list. I'm adding you to the list. <laughs> absolutely. That's yeah. Oh my God. It is absolutely fascinating where we're, where we're going and what is happening right now and how we're, and I love, you know, like this, there's something that I've realized we're so much in the bubble of our industry, right? Of the coaching industry, most of all, and like the healers and all of that. And we're not even seeing how the rest of the world is not yet there. And we're fucking leading the way. It's incredible. We really are leading the way and expanding people and showing them new ways of doing business, you know, like feminine energy led, healed, you know, like nervous system, trauma informed, you know, getting paid to be yourself and just do what you love and not put yourself in a box and not do the sleazy, you know, way and like all of that. And, you know, even human design, like no one knows anything about it outside of our communities. It's, it's usually inside of this kind of like spiritual spiritual community and like now it's i see it in five years really seeping into the mainstream and people being kind of familiar with it right in 10 years it's like okay it's the new it's the new astrology right so it is absolutely freaking incredible where we're taking this and you know like human design definitely was channeled um and it really meant to support these new babies and bring them that awareness and again, supporting us in creating that world, right? So even though it's the best thing in the world for parenting, and that's like one of the main reasons why it was kind of channeled, but uh, us using it and creating our businesses with it is again, changing the world and helping those babies have, you know, have this new earth, right? And guide. I have no idea. That makes so much sense. When I think about like the, G- the Gene Keys book and like the languaging in there, like so much of it is like, this is the ideal environment for a child. This is really helpful for raising children. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I guess like, that makes sense now that it would be that, that it would really be a tool yeah. for like supporting the next generation. Yeah, and, and not conditioning them as well. So we need to do the work so that we don't condition our kids, right? So they don't end up being conditioned in the old world, but are kind of liberated from it and have this whole, whole new approach so that they can bring this new earth. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful topics. Absolutely beautiful topics. But not to get distracted. In the, I, know. In like I can jam on like the world we're building all day. <laughs> <laughs> we can, yeah, we can definitely dive into that in another episode on this podcast or, or your podcast. But uh, I, I want to kind of circle back into this absolutely important aspect, which is your defined emotional center. Uh, 50% of the population has it defined approximately, right? And with that, you know, what happens is, and I keep talking about this on this podcast, we go through emotional waves, right? And the the difference between us and those who have it open or undefined is that those who have it open and undefined, I'm just going to keep saying open, are like neutral with their emotions, right? And it's very kind of like stable, so to say, unless you are picking so much up from others and you don't understand this and you're kind of like amplifying those emotions and you're constantly in a state of emotional overwhelm. But what is happening with us who have it defined is that we are constantly experiencing emotions. They're always there for us and we are highly aware of them. And as you know, one of the students in, in the Human Design Academy compared this to like, you have people who can see, you know, 20 million colors and then those of us who have it open can only see like 2000 colors, right? So we can pinpoint the, and express the nuances of all of the emotions because we're so familiar with them because they're always present for us. So other than that, we have the the waves in there. We have the collective wave, you know, the individual wave, the tribal wave. So the waves operate in a different way. So one of the biggest ones, you know, is that collective wave where things build up and then you some expectation is not met and then you kind of crash into despair, you know? You know, and so for you, for example, you have this channel 3955 in the individual circuitry. And, you know, it's, it's this really big channel of, of emotions and you have these emotional spikes and all of that. So anyways, take us into how you are working with these emotions, how you're like entrepreneurship is an emotional roller coaster in and of itself, right? Because you're doing so, especially like when you're, when you're leading someone, right? When you're a coach, a facilitator of a transformation, you got to, you know, lead yourself, heal yourself, do that kind of inner work, right? So that's why our journey, you know, is so much more emotional than any other regular, so to say, selling products, entrepreneurial journey. So take us into the emotional world and how you handle that emotional roller coaster, what you do with it. Yep. 
so three line, lots of trial and error. <laughs> um, it, it, it's been a journey <laughs> to say the least. Um, cause I used to very much get swept away by them. Cause I mean, they'll come on and, and I'm so grateful to human design because I didn't have a name for it for a long time. And, and I would go into states of like mild recurrent depression and like, and be like, what's wrong? Like I'm doing work that I love and I'm like, my time schedule is incredibly flexible. My life is very abundant. I have good people in my life. What, why am I so sad? <laughs> and like, would, would try and make a lot of meaning out of it mm. and be like, I must be off my path. Something must be wrong. Instead of just being like, you know what? It's here. How do I want to use it to like deepen my self-care and maybe create I've really and that's like human design has helped me with that so much because something that said everywhere about this channel is like you'll experience melancholy use it to you can use it to get creative you know and this is like the the deep you know I think about like artists and like like painters or sculptors or musicians that like have these depressive episodes that then generates a lot of art so that has been incredibly an incredibly helpful tool to really I have a painting in my house that I like I've been working on for on and off for like almost two years and I only work on it when I need to to move this emotion through so it's like a low burn and it's just the painting that I always come back to so that has been a huge anchor point um and just acknowledging like nothing is wrong. It doesn't mean that I'm off my path. It's literally just emotion that's coming to visit. And it usually teaches me how to deepen my self-love and deepen my self-care and Mm -hmm. take care of my body. Mm -hmm. Um, And in terms of like how to keep the business going, because that's the, that's the part that was like the hardest thing. Because when these emotional waves would come, all I would want to do would be like lay in the sunshine and like for five hours a day like a slug and like not do anything and i do and i give myself permission to do that but i've built in these like anchor points that i've really built into my business to help navigate these emotional waves so i have a and really actually they're just two anchor points that help me navigate period and like they become helpful in the emotional wave more than ever so an anchor point in my creative process every Monday, no matter what, that's my creative day. And I I create content. I write an email. I record a podcast, no matter what is going on in my life. Monday is a day of creation. And when I'm in an emotional swell, the, the way that I create just changes. And I speak more from the heart and more from the soul and more about like these deep human experiences and less about business stuff. And I let that be totally okay. That was a huge piece. It was like, this is an anchor for me that makes me feel safe going deeper into, I call them my mystical tunnels because, you know, <laughs> when they come up, I usually like my brain expands, mind expands, and I find out all this new stuff about the universe. It's like a psychedelic ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then on the flip side, the other anchor point is a spiritual practice. And every morning, no matter what, or at least at some point during the day, no matter what, I sit down at my altar and I have like some silence. And having an anchor point in the business world and in the spiritual world has helped ride those emotional waves so much because the business anchor keeps things going even when, you know, it's like the like business is the last thing I want to do. And the spiritual anchor keeps me centered you know, so that I don't get like totally lost on the wave. Absolutely. So there, there are three things that I want to build on there. Um, Where do I start first? I think I can just kind of like give a little uh, insight around what you were sharing, how you have your Mondays, no matter what. So for, so you have a defined heart, meaning you have that willpower to kind of give you that second win. Right, and, and have you doing that? And you also have a defined route. And so you kind of like love checking things off the to-do list. Those of us who have it open, we kind of kind of procrastinate. But the reason why we procrastinate is that we are finding the right moment to do things, right? And so mm-hmm. for people who have an open heart and open 
you know, root and just following your inner guidance, you can have these days when you feel like having those days. Oh, everything is coming up right now. This is my creative day, right? This is when I feel like I'm blocking everything off. I'm maybe some canceling some things and I'm really harnessing this energy, right? And allowing myself to harness this energy. Maybe you just do your, your client calls or anything like that, but like everything else is goodbye, right? So that is like one thing. Yeah. Uh, and then what was I going to also say? Yeah. So for example, the, the 5539 channel, right? Which is this, so let me just read about it. And it, the difference between the 1222 that I have, which is connected to the throat, you have it connected to your, uh, to your root, right? So it's like that impulse. So, so it says, Chicken Parkin says, so dramatic are your mood swings that you can sometimes struggle to get a handle on matters. Whereas the 1222 has the ability to express emotions, you don't have that natural outlet. Instead, your emotions are stirred by pressure from the root, driving them nowhere except inside of you. And it's not so much an emotional wave you experience, but an emotional spike, like markings on the Richter scale. Yet this intense drive means you are passionate about anything you do, digging deep to give your all and your best. And it is two sides of the same coin, emotions that take you to deep, dark places and provide access to the highest levels of creativity. So you need to like, that's, you found this beautiful outlet. First of all, what you said before was like, once I understood this, I, I stopped, you know, trying to change it and shame it and whatever. So understanding your emotional wave is key because you understand how it operates, right? How that emotional energy kind of builds up and releases and what can help you with it. I have a little post about it that you can go and check out. Uh, in my Instagram feed, you will see it clearly. Beware your emotional center. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so understanding those emotional waves is really key so that you're like, this despair is just coming out of this wave and I don't need to shift my entire business. Nothing is falling apart. Just chill the fuck out for today. And you know, tomorrow it's going to be a new day. No problemo, Right. Or even tomorrow is going to be a day like this. And then like, you're going to be back to your, so to say normal self. Right. So allowing yourself that, and then you found a beautiful creative outlet for you. That is that painting that you keep dabbling with, right? For someone who has a 1222, it is that, you know, kind of like expression and I need to speak my feelings, you know, out into the world. So that's absolutely beautiful. And yeah, uh, yeah I think that was, that was what I wanted to share. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so funny. Um, that you say, like, you know, just feeling that the despair comes and goes, but we don't have to like change all the things in our business. A practice, and I think this also is like the manifesting generator aspect. I'll brain dump on like, okay, if I'm going to burn everything down and start over, <laughs> what what would that be like? You know, what would I start doing, stop doing and and like do differently? And sometimes just getting it out on paper and like, kind of almost, it's like a pressure relief where it like feels like it's releasing probably that root pressure, you know, it's like, we don't need to do anything about it. We just needed to get it out kind of thing exactly. um, is a super helpful practice. But uh, the thing that makes it so potent is like the full willingness to go there and be at peace with whatever comes through. Because if something comes through and it's like feels deeply true where it's like, yeah, no, we would really stop doing this than actually genuinely entertaining that as the emotional wave continues to pass, you know, and like getting on the other side of the emotional wave and then being like, that thing felt like it had a lot of truth. How do I feel about it now? You know? And so a lot of good stuff has actually come from that, that emotional wave where like in the past I would have been like, yeah, and now we're going to burn it all down. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, we don't need to burn it all down, but there was some wisdom in there. And that wisdom doesn't always come out unless like I give my psyche full permission to be truly open to whatever might come through and like really actually entertain whatever comes through. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, so, so you have that pressure to do something with it. Right. But the differences between, you know, like the emotional, we, us emotionals, we need to wait for the neutral to make a decision. Right. So in that moment, do something with it that is not changing, you know, your entire life and making decisions. It's more like writing it down on paper, painting it out, you know, like dancing it out, whatever the hell you feel like doing. Right but not making decisions. 
yeah. especially not in the evening. I found, and I don't know if that's my thing, but like in the evening, you know, you get so creative and inspired and all of that. And in the world seems like this dream. And what I envision in the evening, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, yeah, it does, sometimes it doesn't really work like that. You know, like <laughs> you can't really go and do that, Eva, actually, you know, even though that inspired idea, you know, seems fantastic. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, yeah. One thing that I do feel like deeply grateful for having the defined emotional center is like, because like you were saying, like the nuance of emotion and then also like, because so many emotional swells like come and go, I feel like it, it, it it's expanded my capacity to hold emotions and also to recognize when, uh, when others are maybe going through their own emotional swell and like being grounded and centered while they're having their emotions because it's like you know the more that i'm like holding my own emotions letting them come and go and just like moving them through my body then the more i'm like ah yes and i can see that those are those are your emotions that are happening right now and i'll let uh, i can hold myself centered while you have an emotional experience or i can hold myself centered while i'm having my own emotional experience more or maybe not centered is the right word but i can like like the, it feels like the the capacity to hold emotions um, has just grown tremendously in working with this consciously over over the last several years. Absolutely, and that's one absolutely one big thing that you know all of us coaches are, are really aware of and, and talking to our clients about, right? You know the, that emotional capacity, capacity to hold all of the emotions that that show up along the entrepreneurial journey, especially when you're growing and having more clients that you're holding space for, and having team members, and you know having you know your your webinar breakdown or whatever the hell is going on, right? And being able to hold yourself through that is, and having that emotional intelligence and capacity is huge. And then for those who have it open you know the the conditioning that is there it's like you know scared of rocking the boat scared of you know like bringing up an emotional reaction in someone else so you kind of like don't speak your truth because it might impact someone emotionally and then because you feel everyone else's emotions which with like amplification you know and it's so kind of foreign to you you don't like strong emotions and all of that. And then like coming out to shy away from it. So learning to be comfortable with that is the deconditioning of that open center. So just sharing that with those who are listening and have it open. And the final thing that I wanted to share about, you know, what you were talking about also, it's like, in, because we are in the emotional experience so much and we want to be in that feminine, right. And in that flow and have that creativity and have that space what helps is to set up your business as that masculine structure, as that masculine support. So having the systems and automations and the processes that are working for you, right? And also having a team member, having some support there, you know, for example, someone who's a social media manager who is repurposing your content. So you don't have to waste your energy on that, you know, and then you have some content going out when you're going through your emotional waves and anything like that. Yeah. I share that deeply. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, simplifying things. Yeah, really, really simplifying and really like following that excitement. That is such a key to activate yourself. And yeah, getting that help as soon as possible. You know, if you're not at that place, if you are absolutely, you know, hire someone, it's it's going to be, uh, it's, it's just going to double everything, right? <laughs> yeah. And another, so like we started doing something in the business last summer that has been so fun with that energy where when we're doing, when we're creating new offerings and new courses, we do it like Ivy Park drip style. Cause I used to, for a long time, I would like have a course and I would like want to tweak it and want to tweak it and want to tweak it like long after it was no longer alive. And I would like hold on to it. So now when something new comes out, it's like, it's here and for as long as it's here, we'll keep like sharing and celebrating and doing the things, but that they're not around forever. They have an expiration date and when they expire, we'll let you guys know. And then it'll like leave the internet. Cause like something that I've noticed and, and this may seem like really, I feel like there's probably people who are like, this is so inefficient, but I also know <laughs> for myself, it, it, it keeps things feeling like super alive, you know, where it's like, no, this offer is literally alive when it's not alive anymore, I've tried selling offers after the life force left them and I literally can't do it. Like Absolutely. it just 
I, I can't do it. And if I really try, like it, no one signs up. It's like a mess. So I'm like, we're just, we just won't spend the energy trying to do that anymore and like let things have a natural expiration date. It still lives on buried in like podcast episode show notes. If people like really resonate it and want to find it, then they can like, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. gods can connect them to it. <laughs> we don't promote it anymore. <laughs> Exactly. And that is such, you know, a big permission slip. And we do things differently, right? You know, when I was doing my first ever course, I I, like the perfectionist in me was like, no, Eva, you cannot like, you know, wing it, you cannot not create this thing and then sell it, right? You got to create it and sell it. But then as I was gaining mastery in this, and it was is becoming second nature. And I was like, no, all I want to do is create an outline, like create some slides, you know, to kind of like organize my thoughts and all of that and boom, show up live, answer all the questions, you know, and like create it like that. And then the second time, so what I've, what I'm doing right now, I've done that today in a THDA, the human design Academy, where I'm a support coach, you know, so I have the client attraction training in there. It was actually pinpoint your magnetism and it was just about your brand. You're figuring out your it factor, right? But now I want to take it into client attraction. So you understand how you magnetize people. So you understand your ideal client and the content and like all of that. And I was like thinking about how I want to improve it and change it and create those trainings. And every time that I thought about doing that, it was like, Oh my God, I got to create this. And then the record this thing. And it's so boring. What was missing was the people. So it's like that generator side of us. We love to respond. We love to have someone to interact with. And it doesn't even have to be a generator. Nothing is black and white. If you feel pulled to it, do it, right? So having people in front of me, having 20 people on the call, speaking to them, it just helps me channel something different and it, it opens things up, right? And it has me showing up in a different way. And then after that, I can, you know, if I want to then later on build on that. You know, if a year from now I'm like, something has evolved, I have a deeper understanding, I want to add this, this, and this, beautiful, for that next round, I am probably going to do it live, right, and give those updates, and then I'm selling that training, right, or at certain points, I was really inspired to just sit down and create a training just on my own, not having anyone listening to me, right, that hermit side of me, yes, I just want to, like, dive into this and, and record my screen, and, you know, deliver it like this, full permission, full permission for everything. That's the, the name of the game for us, right? Yes. I feel so resonant. I'm like, you just described my, like how I love to create courses is <laughs> the exact same. It's like, especially when it's something new, having like that back and forth energy. Cause it, it really does. It's like an energetic thing to be able to have people there. And like, you're, you're channeling with them for them. Like they're feeding into what gets channeled a hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. We've covered so much. I love this episode. This was so insightful and so like, so wonderful. Two MGs coming together, you know, so it's like a lot of beautiful energy. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with us and inspiring us and expanding us. And uh, yeah, let people know what you got going on. Anything that you want to invite them into? Anything that excites you to, to work with people on? Yeah, lots of things that excite me. <laughs> but thank you. First off, thank you for having me. This was like so much fun. I'm so grateful that we got to like future trip a little bit on like the world that we're all building. Like that shit lights me up so much. So thank you yeah. <laughs> for letting that be like part of how I spent my afternoon. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, yeah. So things that we have going on right now. The main thing that we have going on, I'm not sure when this will drop, but February 21st. We've got a free masterclass going. So like I was talking at the very beginning, I'm in the, I'm in the art and the science of helping people unblock their flow, whether it's their flow of self-expression, self-love, um, and resource of all in all its forms. And one of the ways that we're working with that now is financial resource. So the masterclass is all about, it's called Peaceful Money Masterclass, and it's all about unblocking that flow and stepping into how do you express financially. So it's looking at um, identifying your like sacred role as a steward of money, which Mm -hmm. is like super exciting. Yeah. So this is part of how I was saying like the first chapter of my work was really like express yourself and and unlock all this power, Mm -hmm. you know, and now it's like, okay, what are you going to do with it? So that's a huge part of what we're talking about is what are you going to do with who, who you are in relationship with money specifically, um, which is a really juicy conversation. Okay. So 
Yeah, I know. It's like, it's such a different way for people to see money. I think so often people see it as this, like, it's a really disempowering relationship, you know, instead of like, this is a resource in the same way that my creative expression is a resource, my energy, my time, like it's all just resource. And like, Mm -hmm. what do we, what do we do with our time? What do we do with our creative expression is, and what do we do with money? Yeah. Replay will be up. And then right after the masterclass is we're launching into a brand new program about it, the peaceful money program. So doors will open for that February 21st through March 6th. So if people are listening way after that, then they can just head to carolinaaddington.com and see what we got going on at that point. But that's the main thing that we're, which by the way, everyone should head to my website anyway because of what we were talking about not this i'm like everyone should head to my website but um like we just revamped the website and you can see it's like barbarella which is like a campy 1960s space travel movie uh it's barbarella meets rihanna meets psychedelic culture meets 2022 vibe so it's very like one eight channel come hang it's like are you pulling it up right now yes Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love this kind of like, what's it called? This, this smoke in the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love, yeah. It. I love it. It's a very 1-8 website. <laughs> very 1-8. Very your style. Very like very distinct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everyone can head there to see what we've got going on at the time. Um, CarolineAddington.com. But other than that, like the main focus right now is jamming out on unblocking the flow of resource in all its forms, but specifically money and changing the way that we relate to money. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for being, you know, thank you for for giving me a beautiful afternoon here with this chat and everyone else who's listening, head on over to check her out and see what a beautiful 1-8 expression and and authenticity and style uh, looks like. And yeah, just dive into her bubbly, beautiful world. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. I love you. I'm giving you a virtual hug. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you, everyone. See you in the next episode.